I think that's honestly like my biggest takeaway from my four years at Penn Nursing is just the importance of going and asking for help and asking others, you know, how did you do it? And, and what advice would you have for innovation and entrepreneurship, which is a beast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Rosa DiDonato. And I'm Marian Leary. And you're listening to Amplify Nursing, a Penn Nursing podcast supported by the Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Amplify Nursing features nurses who are leading the way in science, policy, and innovation. Our guests defy stereotypes, define practice, and disrupt convention. We highlight the breadth and depth of nursing influence on society by amplifying nurses who are pushing boundaries and breaking down barriers to build a new paradigm. Today on Amplify Nursing, we talk with Anthony Scarpone Lambert, co-founder and CEO of Lumify Care. As an undergrad at Penn Nursing, Anthony was intrigued at the idea of attending a nurse hackathon. He embraced the challenge, pitched an idea to the group, and even met his co-founder. Today, we talk to Anthony about his transformative experience, the benefits of working with a design thinking model of innovation, and his journey from nursing student to CEO. All right. So Anthony, welcome to the Amplify Nursing Podcast. I am super excited to be talking with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan of the Amplify Nursing Podcast. I'm very happy to be here. So for a little background, Anthony and I um, have worked together at the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing. He was a student there um, and actually took my Innovation Health Foundations of uh, Design Thinking course. And we've also um, done some hackathons together and some other innovation projects. So it's re I'm really excited to uh, talk with you and have you share your experience around why nursing innovation is so important for nursing students and the path that it has taken you on so far, because it is really extraordinary. So I'm really looking forward to our listeners learning your story if they don't know it already. Thank you. And I have to say your class was my favorite that I've ever taken at Penn. It was so exciting to like really dive into design thinking and learn about it intentionally. So if you are a Penn nursing student, you must take that class. <laughs> Well, I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but thank you. That was very nice of you to say. Uh, so I want to start out first, though. You have a really interesting background before you got into nursing. So can you tell us a little bit about what you did prior to going to nursing school and talk a little bit about how that lens has led you to where you are today also? For sure. Yeah, I'm. my background is very like surprising to people, I guess, when they, they hear it. Um, I actually grew up as a professional actor. Um, so I was on Broadway in two shows growing up as a young child. Um, so from the age of nine to 14, I was um, working professionally um, in New York City, doing the whole kind of Broadway experience. Um, and I think it definitely made me who I am today um, in a lot of ways, just you know, being such a young person, working in a professional environment, um, and dealing with, you know, rejection from auditions um, and having to really put yourself out there and um, be able to improvise in front of, you know, 2000 audience members when there was a technical difficulty on stage or when something, you know, wasn't going how it was supposed to go. Um, so I think just being in that environment at a young age, you know, one, I think made me grow up a lot faster. Um, but two, I think it kind of equipped me with a lot of skills that I've used throughout, you know, my nursing career so far, especially 
um, in the nursing innovation space where you're constantly, you know, pitching and dealing with different adversities. Um, so yeah, we did professional theater for a while. And then the transition to nursing happened in a, a couple of ways, um, really through just, I think, my love for helping others and, and wanting to, you know, maybe put on a show, not necessarily on stage, but in a patient's room when your patient needs something and, and you kind of have to um, have that empathy that um, I really learned uh, throughout my career in theater. So what made you leave theater and pursue nursing? So <laughs> leaving theater, um, it was pretty cut and dry. I, I had just gotten too old to play the parts that I was playing um, on Broadway. I was playing, you know, child parts and characters. And then once I, you know, got too old to play those parts, um, my career as a child actor pretty much came to a close. And, you know, all of the, the friends that I'd made throughout my time, you know, being a child actor, you know, a lot of them did stay in theater and, and pursued, um, you know, musical theater or singing or music or, you know, whatever um, they were passionate about. Um, but I think for me, you know, I always knew that theater would be like a part of me and I could always do it in the future. Um, but I didn't really see it being like my long-term career. Um, I really wanted to learn. I wanted to go to like regular school, you know, throughout my time on Broadway, it was like homeschooled and doing online school. Um, so I really just kind of wanted to, to learn. And I always was passionate about science and healthcare and the human body. Um, so I thought, you know, maybe I should go into medicine or some sort of science field. And to kind of go that route, it just made more sense to take a step back from my theater career and, you know, go back to regular school and, and start studying and learning. <laughs> uh, because for a while it was uh, just being a full-time actor, honestly. And then once I had started going back to regular high school, I had actually been volunteering at a cancer support group in my area. And there I saw nurses and I was really fascinated by how the nurses were really the ones running the show, especially in the community. They were, you know, leading the cancer support group. They were, you know, I think caring for people in a very holistic way, not just like treating a specific disease or illness, but rather, you know, treating the whole person. Um, and I was really intrigued by that impact and the, the intimacy that the nurse was having with um, this, this group. Um, and that ultimately opened my eyes to the role of nurses and really how versatile it is. I'm definitely a very, someone who likes a lot of things, I would say, like my passions are kind of all over the place. And I felt that what I was really intrigued about nursing for is is just how many things nurses can do you know nurses can work in the community they can work in law they can work in research they can work in tech they can obviously work at a hospital um, so I think just that versatility of pathways was really intriguing to me um, and that ultimately led me to nursing. So it's interesting that you say that because I know a lot of people just think about nurses as clinicians at the bedside how did you come to realize that nursing was such a versatile profession? That's a good question. You know, I, I honestly think it was the nurses a part of this cancer support group and the fact that they were doing a little bit of everything. Um, I think just seeing them care for patients in a way that wasn't directly like on a patient's bed at a hospital, I think made me really realize, um, wow, like nurses can do so many things. Like it's such a versatile profession. And then when I looked into it more, um, you know, just a quick Google search, I, I quickly saw that 
there's a bunch of different roles that nurses are a part of. You know, there's nurses in Congress. You know, I had seen nurse founders start companies like Nurse Grid. Um, so I think it was it was a combination of one, seeing it actually firsthand, like in my community. And then second was, you know, kind of reaching out and looking for folks to look up to. And surprisingly, I think for me, it was it was easy to find those those folks because, you know, nurses are just in every facet of our society. So very true. Um, so talk a little bit about then your undergrad nursing career. You were involved in a lot of innovation projects that you spearheaded. How did you start your path down the innovation space? I feel like kind of stemming back from my career on Broadway, I always had like a very entrepreneurial spirit. You know, when you're performing on Broadway, you really are selling yourself um, every day. You know, when you go into an audition, you have to sell yourself, you know, you're giving your resume and your headshot and you're really like presenting yourself and and kind of selling yourself in a way. Um, And I think that definitely instilled like this entrepreneurial drive that if I kind of set a goal for myself and worked really hard, um, I could get through the adversities and kind of stay gritty and and maintain that growth mindset. Um, All of which I think is really crucial for, you know, an entrepreneurial spirit. So going into Penn, I, I kind of knew that I was interested in innovation and entrepreneurship. I didn't quite expect, I think, to get so wrapped up into it um, throughout my college experience. Um, but certainly at Penn um, and Penn Nursing specifically, it's it's really just so supported and encouraged that I think just seeing all the opportunities at Penn Nursing really excited me to want to participate. And my journey, particularly at um, Penn and in college, you know, within entrepreneurship and innovation really just stemmed from an incredible friend I had who was already kind of tapped into the space. Um, She was studying business and she was actually working on like another health tech startup at the time. And we were talking one day um, and, and basically both shared similar backgrounds working with underrepresented communities. Um, And we talked about emergency services and accessibility and kind of got into this conversation around how people contact emergency services when when they need it um, and how it's not a super accessible service. Surprisingly, if there's an emergency, um, you know, you would think it should be really easy to be able to contact um, police or an ambulance or, you know, whatever it is that that you need. Um, But for many communities like the deaf community, victims of domestic violence, um, folks who are in a school shooting or a situation where it's unsafe to speak, calling 911, which is the traditional route of calling an emergency service, is not, you know, always a feasible option. So we kind of started talking about this and that ultimately um, led us to start a nonprofit. Um, And that was during the end of my first year um, in nursing school. So really it was through a friend and and just having this conversation around something we were both passionate about that kind of introduced me into the world of entrepreneurship and innovation. And before I knew it, you know, I was participating in different accelerators and uh, startup competitions and it really just opened my eyes to, wow, like there are so many resources and things to take advantage of here. Um, I really want to try to maximize during my, you know, four years in nursing school and, and see, um, you know, what I can build during this time of, of, you know, freedom beyond, you know, your very busy clinical schedule. (laughs) So you talked a little bit about in the beginning, the innovation health class that you were a part of. Can you talk more about what the formal education around innovation was during your undergrad program? Because I know you were part of the Hillman Scholars program also. 
innovation was really in every facet of my collegiate experience, you know, from the classes I was taking to the academic program I was in, which is the Hillman Scholars Program in Nursing Innovation, um, to all of the extracurriculars I was a part of from, you know, the on-campus accelerator, um, the different funds that were on campus that you could get some grant funding. So I, I, I honestly think that it was kind of a little bit of everything from, you know, every aspect of my experience at Penn Nursing, I was kind of getting exposed to different skills and different perspectives, um, especially because, you know, it's such an interdisciplinary campus, you know, obviously I was housed in the nursing school, but a lot of my um, friends and people I was working on projects with were in the business school or in the engineering school. Um, so it really kind of allowed me to learn a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different languages for how people spoke. Um, because, you know, engineers speak differently than maybe a business student um, compared to how I would, you know, perceive or communicate something as a nursing student. So I think for that reason, it was just super helpful to be immersed in such kind of a diverse community of folks interested in innovation and entrepreneurship. But yes, I did take, you know, your design thinking class, which was super helpful to learn a really important framework for how to solve problems with like an end user perspective. Um, I did an on-campus accelerator at Penn called VIPX, which was truly incredible to just learn how to launch a product, you know, how to create a go-to-market strategy and how to get something out there into the world. <laughs> Sometimes that's very scary and hard to do at first. Um, so they guided us through that with some incredible resources. The Hillman Scholars Program in Nursing Innovation was obviously just such a champion of nursing students, going after their innovative ideas. Um, and, and they did that through various ways, whether it was speaker events, you know, whether it was connecting you with previous students who had been a part of the program, funding for you to work on your projects during the summer, et cetera. And then, yeah, just the student body and, and all the faculty at Penn, like really just tried to tap into learning as much from the people a part of the Penn ecosystem. And I think that's honestly like my biggest takeaway from my four years at Penn Nursing is just the importance of going and asking for help and asking others, you know, how did you do it? And, and what advice would you have for, you know, innovation and entrepreneurship, which is, um, you know, a beast. <laughs> so there's the traditional learning that you talked about, but there's also active learning activities, which you mentioned that some of them, but I'd love for you to talk about your experience at the SunCL Johnson & Johnson Nurse Hackathon, because I think that's really what has propelled you and your company forward. So can you talk a little bit about one, what a hackathon is, and then two, what your experience was at the hackathon, what you pitched and what you're now creating? Yes, I love this loaded question. I could probably talk for 24 hours about this uh, exact question because I'm just like so passionate about giving nurses and nursing students the tools that they need to go after their ideas. Because throughout my entire experience building Lumify, you know, we're constantly talking with nurses and nursing students and respiratory therapists and physicians and healthcare workers across the board. And I mean, it's truly amazing the solutions that folks are thinking about um, as they're working clinically and are often creating in a DIY kind of MVP fashion. Um, so really what hackathons are is I think just an opportunity to one, provide a space for healthcare workers um, to, to feel like they can come forward with their ideas and get feedback and iterate and communicate with other like-minded colleagues. Two, it provides you a place to access resources. You know, I think the number one question I always get from 
fellow nurses and nursing students is like, how do you start? <laughs> like, that's like the most ambiguous part of like the entrepreneurship journey is like, really, like, how do you start? How do you even create your first product? Um, and I think hackathons really simplify that in this kind of lean startup design thinking model, which is like, you know, rapid prototyping, creating something super scrappy and going out and, and asking for feedback and then iterating from there and continuing that cycle. Um, so I think the hackathons really provide you with those resources, um, to, you know, whether it's mentors, whether it's, you know, frameworks for how to approach things, being able to see what other people are working on and how they're approaching it. And then I think the third thing is really the network. I mean, I've met so many people from that first hackathon that I did in 2019. One of them was my co-founder that I started Lumify with, um, but many are partners of Lumify today. Many are mentors of Lumify today. So I think it's it's really incredible to have that hackathon space to, to really feel comfortable coming forward with your ideas and being able to get feedback and, and kind of see what other people are thinking about. Two is really the resources that you get it in this experience. Although it's only maybe two days, uh, you, you just get um, so many resources and it really opens your eyes and inspires you to be able to, to create something that can make an impact for millions of people. Um, and then three is really that networking piece and being able to meet other folks that are interested in innovation and entrepreneurship and, and be able to work with them and, and collaborate with them. So our story goes, I went to that hackathon, you know, not really expecting anything, to be honest. I kind of went in with limited information. Uh, I just thought it was going to be super fun to, you know, be able to go to New Brunswick, New Jersey for the weekend, stay in a hotel, go to a conference, you know, maybe meet some other cool nurses and healthcare workers and innovators, um, but certainly did not expect for it to really be the seedling of, you know, building a company. And I think really putting me on a very different path than, than maybe I was before. Um, so, so I went to that hackathon and um, was a part of a team that was kind of interested in looking at night shift nursing and how we can better improve like night shift nursing experience, especially around being able to see, um, trying to decrease patient sleep disturbances, et cetera. And through that experience and meeting my co-founder, Jennifer, um, we really got the seedlings for what our company has become, which is Lumify. And we started with a product that stemmed from our idea that we had created at the hackathon with a you know, collaboration of nurses and, and different healthcare workers that we met there. And that product was basically a wearable light that helps nurses and healthcare workers illuminate their workspace with the end goal of decreasing patient disturbances. Um, so if you've ever worked night shift or maybe even, you know, day shift, if you've cared for a resting patient, you would know you're sometimes tiptoeing into the patient room to provide care. Um, and when you provide care, you have to see what you're doing. You know, if you're hanging a medication, you want to be able to read the label and do your med checks. Um, if you're assessing your patient, you obviously need to see their skin and what they look like. <laughs> um, so that requires light. Um, but when your patient is sleeping, you know, sometimes you don't want to have to wake them up if it's not urgent. But but really the only solution is turning on these bright overhead room lights that, that currently exist in hospitals and extremely disruptive places do not the best place to heal. Um, and I think the fact that we have these bright overhead room lights that are waking up patients throughout the night is a great example of that. So with our wearable light, it basically allows healthcare workers to be able to provide their care um, without needing to turn on those bright overhead intrusive room lights um, so that they can provide you know, care to their patient without dis disturbing them. Um, so definitely a very simple innovation, but I think one that has been so impactful and really allowed us to 
start somewhere, get a product out to market, build like a pretty large customer base, learn how to sell to nurses, learn how to sell to hospitals, which was like crazy learning experience. And then from there, you know, we've grown Lumify into a much bigger vision, um, which has been really exciting to kind of grow from this first product and getting something out there to start building up that initial traction, having like a sustainable revenue stream. And then from there, being able to make an even bigger impact. And now what Lumify is today is we're building the world's first super app for healthcare workers. Um, so we've unified everything a healthcare worker needs, like their gear, like Lean Lumify's Unite Light product, but also things like wellness and community and continuing education and credentialing and professional organizations all into one app, um, one digital hub for healthcare workers. Um, and really this idea stemmed from our experience launching our first product, the Unite Light, that, that stemmed from our hackathon experience. Um, we were selling this product direct to consumers, mostly, um, you know, nurses were buying it just from our website. And we were trying to find more distribution channels to sell this product, but we really were noticing that there isn't a central place to reach nurses and healthcare workers that's, you know, trusted and vetted. And Secondly, you know, healthcare workers need a lot of gear and we spend a lot of money in out-of-pocket expenses for our professional gear and resources, but our profession is extremely disjointed and overwhelming, which really leads to an underutilization of resources and tools by healthcare workers, um, which then leads to burnout and, you know, all of the additional challenges that we're facing in healthcare. So we chatted with, you know, 500 healthcare workers over the summer. We kind of used the design thinking model, which of course, I learned at Penn Nursing with you, but I also, you know, was able to refine at the hackathon experience. And then from there, we were able to find our solution, um, which was, you know, creating this digital hub, started with an MVP, build traction from there, build traction, kept iterating, kept talking with our users. Um, and then we just recently launched our first app. So it's been a journey, <laughs> to say the least, a roller coaster, but um, definitely being able to have met my co-founder at that hackathon and really knowing that we were both super passionate about building for healthcare workers and, you know, leading and championing nurse-led innovation. I think it was just super special to, to be able to connect there and, and be able to build this company together. Yeah, you know, it, it's so exciting where you started and where you're at now. I mean, I remember watching you pitch at the hackathon and obviously your Broadway background really <laughs> played a big part. I can remember it was just an incredible pitch. You know, you turn the lights out, you turn them on, you had this just incredible presence um, on stage, which obviously goes back to your days in Broadway. So I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned that this put you on a path in nursing that you hadn't even planned for. I know that, you know, you won, you were the first nursing student at Penn to win the President's Innovation Prize. Um, and so you're now working on Lumify full-time for the next couple of years. Can you talk about what you think your path is going to be moving forward in the profession? Yeah, I feel like I haven't even had time to really think that through because everything has just been so incredibly chaotic in, in like the best way possible with Lumify. You know, it's, I think the healthcare workforce is so underserved when it comes to innovation and tools and resources to support us. So the traction that we've been able to achieve with Lumify so quickly has just been really thrilling, but has kept me very busy <laughs> that, um, you know, reflecting on even beyond, you know, the Lumify future, which I definitely think, you know, will be 
uh, a long road forward um, and kind of getting to this large vision and mission that we have. I, I honestly think staying in the nurse nursing innovation space will will always be, you know, the home that I want for my career. I think that it's just such a fulfilling experience to see something go from zero to one um, and be able to have this idea that, you know, maybe it could work, maybe it could not, um, and be able to launch something and see people use it and get feedback and iterate and then launch something again. And that whole process is just, it's so fulfilling and thrilling. Um, definitely very hard and stressful and draining, but truly it's just like, the most incredible feeling to be able to see someone use your product and find value in it. So yeah, I think for the, for the rest of my career, I see myself just continuing to build tools and resources to support the healthcare workforce. Um, I think that, you know, maybe someday it would be so cool to be able to like fund nurse-led ventures or be able to support more nurses entering um, the innovation and entrepreneurship space, because I really do believe that that's the future and the way that healthcare will you know, improve moving forward is, is, you know, nurses coming forward with our ideas and our voices. So I guess that's, that's the future for me. Um, but certainly Lumify has, has been just such an incredible journey. And, you know, we're really just full pedal on the gas um, to reach, you know, this big vision that we have. For any nursing students or nurses who are listening to this, as a final question, what are your tips to them if they have ideas and they want to start to move those forward or commercialize them? I have a couple of pieces of advice here. I think first is just start. I think sometimes that's the hardest part um, throughout the journey is, you know, maybe you feel nervous or maybe you're second guessing yourself. Like, can I really do this? How do I start? Um, just start, you know, even if your first version of what you're building is really, really scrappy and you think it looks terrible, just go talk to users about it, you know, see if anyone will buy it, see how people react to it. Um, I think really starting is key because if you don't start, you will not learn as much and you, you, you know, it'll slow your ability to build traction. Um, so no matter where you are, I think just launching something and starting and then going and talking with users and continuing that like design thinking framework, I think is like my number one piece of advice. I think my second piece of advice is use your resources. There are so many free resources out there. I mean, literally all you have to do is go on Google and type in design thinking for health or Y Combinator startup school. And you can really learn how to um, approach you know, building something that can impact others. Um, so I, I think just reaching out for help, you know, messaging people on LinkedIn, cold emailing people to, you know, have a call with them and learning about their journey. I mean, I think all of these, these things are just really important in, in using your resources. And then lastly, I think my third piece of advice is to stay gritty and have a growth mindset. Um, I can't, you know, share enough, like, you know, fundraising, a seed round as, you know, a nurse founder just coming out of nursing school was, you know, one of the hardest things I've done because I constantly heard, oh, you're just a nurse. So like, how are you going to build this big tech company? Um, I've had constantly people, you know, tell us that we're doing something wrong or that we we're not going to be able to do it or this, that, and the other thing, you know, everyone has an opinion. I think that you just have to stay true to, to your mission and, and your, um, you know, what it is that you want to build and what you're passionate about. 
stay gritty, keep a growth mindset, realize that, you know, you're not going to know everything, but you can always learn. Um, and no matter what adversities you face, if you just stay gritty and focus on what your end goal is, um, I think that you can really get through anything. So those are my three pieces of advice, but beyond that, just have fun. <laughs> like innovation and entrepreneurship is really a fun experience and journey and you learn so much and it definitely can be very hard. It definitely can be stressful, but I think it's also really fulfilling and um, we need you know, more nurses and nursing students entering this space. So just remember the value that you bring to these spaces and, and definitely don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do it because you definitely can. That advice surely has worked well for you. So thank you for sharing those with our listeners. If folks want to find Lumify, how do they find you? Yes, please go to www.lumifycare.com. Um, there you'll be able to find all the information about our app and our products that we sell. Um, and then you can follow us on all social media channels at Lumify Care. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today. And really, congratulations on all your success and hard work. And I can't wait to watch where things go in the future. Thank you, Marion. And thank you so much for all of your support. It's, it's like so amazing to think that we're already in 2022. And I always like just think back to like 2019, us at Penn Nursing. So it's super exciting to see all the work you're doing and, and really just championing nurse-led innovation. It's super inspiring. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see the world that, you know, all nurses are going after our ideas and, uh, and feeling empowered to do so. Hello, Marion. Hello, Angela. How's it going? It's amazing. How are things with you? I was just listening to this amazing interview that you did with Anthony Scarpone Lambert. Yeah, he's incredible. He totally epitomizes the energy and excitement and innovative spirit that we're really trying to infuse into our nursing students here at Penn Nursing. I just loved listening to his story, where he came from, how he got to where he is now, and the work he's doing to lead his brand new company. It was, it was just a really great conversation. Yeah. I think he has an amazing energy about him that, I mean, I was so, I was hyped by the end of the interview, just thinking about all of the things that he's doing and wondering why I'm not doing more. So I just think he's an amazing example of what nurses can do when given opportunities, considering he started with a hackathon that he showed up for that he wasn't really sure was going to be a thing. He just thought it was cool and he wanted to try it out. Yeah. And this is, I think the point that nursing programs and health systems need to understand. If we expose our nursing students and our nurses to innovation opportunities like hackathons, like accelerators, like different innovation challenges, they will learn and they will create and they will flourish. And that is only better for our patients and the health system at large. And so I think we really need to allow our nurses and nursing students these opportunities, that they are a critical part of the learning environment for nurses. Amplify Nursing is hosted by Dr. Angela Rosa DiDonato and Marion Leary and produced by the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing, with special thanks to Jonathan Zhu for his assistance. Music for the podcast was created by Harper Leary. The podcast is made possible by the Krista and Rich Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Follow us on Twitter at Penn Nursing. 
Until next time, keep pushing over, under, around, and through. We want to thank you for listening to the Amplify Nursing Podcast and remind you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. And if you can do us a solid, please rate and review us as well. It will go a long way in amplifying our episodes.